you know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS-4775-376-EASY. Looky, looky, it is Tuesday already. Taco Tuesday, good morning to you. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie States Show. Big, big show and plans. We got tons of listener mail brought to you by JS Floors. Lots and lots of emails to get to today, including one real quick here in a second. Uh, first, though, let's uh, let's get some good mornings out the way, shall we? Uh, let's see. Who was here? for Douglas, first one here again. Look at that. Two days in a row. Morning, Douglas. Straight Fire says, Douglas, you're on a roll. Now go get some tacos. Yeah. Oh, go eat some tacos. No, go get some tacos. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, good morning. Happy Tuesday, ass. Braddy Kid, good morning. I hope you have a good day. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. DNA says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Morgan, what is shaking, brother? Uh, Hangtown Jen says, are we allowed to even sing this song anymore? I mean, singing along, bobbing my head when I was realized, fuck, Hangtown Jen singing Jungle Love may not go over well. Uh, uh, yeah, hello. Hey. Hey. Guess what day it is. Christopher. Guess what day it is. Christopher, you didn't give me a chance. Oh my gosh, I had this big presentation because your beautiful wife, she sent me an email. What? Yes. Oh my God, I didn't even know. (laughs) She says, hi Arnie, this is Christopher's old ball and chain. I wanted to ask if you could wish him a happy birthday tomorrow. And see, I was going to stop everything for you. I had it all ready to go. At least I thought I did. Yeah. I mean... See? It's your birthday! It's Christopher's um, birthday, everybody! Happy birthday! And you haven't been shot yet today down in Fresno, right? Correct. Okay, good. All right, well, th- th- there you go. There- there's your big build-up and everything. What's going on, buddy? Oh, uh, nothing nothing much. I-, I literally just woke up. I have the alarm set right for when the show starts. Nice, nice. Well, I, I hope that you have a wonderful birthday, my friend. And, hey, thanks. Uh, uh, I, I'm going to see you in September, so I'm looking forward to that. I, anything special we can do on the show for you today? Oh, uh, just just have a really good show like we always do. All right, buddy. Well, hey, uh, we do have celebrity-ass deathmatch today. Quentin Tarantino characters. <laughs> right on, right on, right on. All right, pal. All right, see ya. Hey, have a happy birthday, my friend. Thank you. See you, buddy. There you go. Happy birthday to Christopher. Oh, that was awesome. Young Harm, good morning, my friend. Verify his ID to make sure it's his birthday. Look at everybody, the ass family, all wishing you a very happy birthday. And yes, Jen, you can still sing Jungle Love because if Moore's Day and the Time go out on tour this year and they stop through here, I will be singing that song along with my dear friends, Moore's Day, Jerome, and the rest of the time. Uh, all right. So we got Christopher. Uh, now I'm glad we got the fun happiness part of the show. Oh, by the way, uh, the kiss documentary part two was on last night. Gotta say very well made man. Oh man. I, I, I still am not a kiss guy, but I like the band a lot more now. 
I, I mean, with all that they had to go through, Gene and Paul, and, and look, Gene admits his flaws and all this kind of stuff, and I was like, wow, it's amazing. Yeah, and I felt the same about the Aussie documentary. I finally got to see the end of the, of the Aussie documentary, and man, oh, man. I tell you what, these old rock stars, nothing can kill them. Nothing at all can kill them. So that was good. Now, uh, I, I have to say goodbye to a dear friend of mine. Yeah, yeah, it's time. My dear friend, Jack. We had a huge falling out yesterday. All I wanted was one of his ultimate cheeseburgers and his tacos. That's all I wanted. And some onion rings. But no, no, Jack turned his back on me. You see, what happened was we went through the drive-thru. Now, now I, I am, uh, I, I've never been a fan of this fifteen dollar uh, an hour minimum wage. Oh, I'm so far now from that. No, no, no. Mm-mm. There was a car. But when we drove in, there was a car at the window. And then I believe there were two more cars and then us. And we were able to order. We ordered. And I ordered ultimate cheeseburger, onion rings, a box of the mini tacos, Dr. Pepper. That's it. That's all it was ordered. Zip. Not a more. Didn't ask for any special sauce, nothing. Thirty-two minutes. Thirty-two minutes it took. Thirty-two minutes. Boy, they don't believe in that fucking park-in-front bullshit at this Taco Bell. Oh, no. So? When it was minute 32, I got to the window. I could see that my order was not ready yet, and we were going to have to wait longer. And I just looked at the girl, and she looked at me. I said, you know what? She looks at me, and I go, I hate you. And I just drove off. No, I, I, I didn't get jacked in the box. Never go there again. Done. Adios, motherfuckers. Oh, I was pissed off. I'm still pissed off. Mm-mm. No, it doesn't sound like fast food. Does the ultimate cheeseburger come with bicycle tassels on its arms and serve throw at high speed? No shit. That should be gourmet waiting 30 minutes. Uh, <laughs> Zach's up in Seattle. He just texted, good morning, Arnie. And I see AC does not exist in this area of the world. No, no, they're having fucking heat waves up there. It's like 120 degrees. And most people's houses aren't equipped with it. Dummies. 
Morning, Happy Taco Tuesday. Who are we pissed off at? Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. 32 minutes in the drive-thru. Four cars deep. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> Arnie had to wait for food and got impatient. Waiting for food. I Look, look. That's the easy summarization of it. Summarization of it. 32 minutes. 32 minutes in a drive-thru? Come on now. You usually don't even wait 32 minutes at a fancy steakhouse. I'm getting an ultimate cheeseburger. Onion rings. And, and it, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Jack in the Box used to be the slowest of the slows. And then they started realizing, well, we just got to get this shit ready to get it out. Okay? They used to be, they're the ones that started all this bullshit fresh making. I don't know who had this brilliant idea oh so many moons ago to try to make fast food better for you. Now, come on. Let's all gather around. Fast food is never, ever going to be good for you. Now, I appreciate the fact that you're not selling me rotted food and all that kind of good stuff. But how about we go back to the good old days? When you walk into a damn McDonald's and you see 15 Big Macs lined up ready to go. You walk up there, you go, I want a number one. Large fry, large size, small size, but it's large. If they don't have fresh fries, which they usually do because they usually that vat of fries was up front so you could see it and it was always full. And they were always cooking them, so if they had to dump these, they put the new ones in, salted them, bam, put them in your bag, even though they were nuclear hot. That was fast food. But see, Jack in the Box was the first one to go slow because they started fresh making it, and then everybody started doing that. But see, everybody was stupider than Jack in the Box. And Jack in the Box could get it done quicker. So it, it blew my mind. This idea that people, I, I want, I, you know what I'd like? I would like some good fast food. You're not going to get it. Stop it. Stop with the fucking salads there. Stop with the healthy apple choices and all this kind of shit because your kid is still rooting around in them goddamn chicken nuggets and there ain't a piece of fucking chicken in them chicken nuggets. Ogre says, and one of the McDonald's here is forbidden. I waited in line and found out they didn't have McRibs and no clue when it would come in. I told them in the window, go eat a dick, and I haven't been back. Thankfully, there are multiple sites, so I was able to get my McRib. Hell yeah, bring back the old styrofoam containers. Jack in the Box is one of them. Wait, wait, give me my order in the speaker. And you fucktards are like, did you say fries or chicken? I responded, fries. He says, wait, fries? I had you fucking moron and told him again. No, I, look, man, if y'all want this fucking $15 an hour and shit, I got $3 an hour to fucking keep people alive. And I hate people. Oh, my gosh. 
And you got these fucking idiots on online and social media who have 58 piercings in their face saying minimum wage should be five zero fifty dollars an hour. And you ask them, well, wh- what are you what are you trained at? And they go, well, nothing. You're not trained to anything. You want fifty dollars an hour? Wait, 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 wait. First of all, I'm probably going to slap the taste out your mouth. That's what I'm going to do first. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. If you say you want $50 an hour and you ain't got no skills, what did the five fingers say to the face? Slap! $50 an hour. Uh, And if we are on a rant, fuck Taco Bell for cutting down their menu. Oh, (laughs) they need to bring that damn pizza back. I honestly thought Jack in the Box was for 18, 25-year-old potheads. That was their business uh, wheelhouse. No one else really marketed to, and they don't need anyone else. That genre will keep them bi- Oh, for sure. For, uh, when they changed their late-night stoner menu, they won. They won that crowd. They took it right from Taco Bell. <laughs> World War Three happens. We, find, we get nuked. It'll come out that the landfills are nuclear-proof because of all the styrofoam. <laughs> what, $50 an hour for a job that requires no skills? Get to find, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. This, there, there are people that have posted this video of this girl. I, I talked a little bit about it yesterday. Literally, she has at least 20 piercings in her face. And she thinks that minimum wage should be $50 an hour. And people are like, yeah, girl, you go. Get $50 an hour. Yes, it should be. Nobody asks her, what are your skills? What, what, what can you do? Mm. $50 an hour, sure, for the rest of us, going to start making $100 an hour at start, and a dozen eggs will cost 20 milk 30 a new piece of shit car, $150,000. These fucking morons have zero idea how economics work, yeah? Went to Taco Bell last night, and they were out of tortillas. How in the fuck do they run out of tortillas? Jesus Christ, what is going on in this country? Jesus, that's like McDonald's being out of damn buns. These are the people that support AOC and Bernie. Yes, oh, you're absolutely right. God damn it. You know, I make $50 an hour when self-employed doing my own appraisals, but benefits not included. As an educated, well-skilled, in-my-field county employee, I don't even make close to 50 an hour. That sure is a slap in the face, even for the kids to think they deserve it, little bastard. Yes. Yes, they think that just because, and, and there's, a, there's a great video going around, and it's kind of a joke video, and it's, it, it's somebody saying, oh, because two people decided to have sex in the 80s, now I have to pay for everything. So it's a burden to be born? Well, fuck, just go to the, the, the burden department, and we can put you out of your damn misery. Well, that one gal who fucking Biden nominated would be happy about that. There's some, there's some population control. I haven't even started the show yet, people. We haven't even started yet. How crazy is this world? Jesus. So, yes. 
Wingstop, never going there again. Fuck in a. I would rather I would rather eat a pile of chicken shit than ever go to Wingstop unless they start paying me. Jack in the box, you're getting close. I've never hated a place as much as I hate Wingstop. Literally. Literally, I hate them. They stole all their recipes from my friend Jay, and they're a bunch of fucking, they're a bunch of tool bags. If you want wings and you're in Reno, you better go to Slater's Ding Wing. He didn't even pay me to say that shit. You know what I want? I want our skilled nurses, our CNAs, our RNs, our end-of-life cares, hospice, and the ones who work with people with challenges to make a living wage before these kids get above $15 an hour. I want these folks to make at least twice the minimum wage to start, and then they can think about readjusting the minimum wage. Oh, I hate thigh stop, too. Douglas, don't play with me, Douglas. Don't play with me. Wing stop is thigh stop. Thigh stop is just a virtual restaurant. I tell you this right now, I'm not kidding. I am going to go to the highest ranking officer in the land and inform him of these RICO allegations that I have set against all these delivery companies because I guess this virtual restaurant thing is kind of catching on. So if I go to your store, I can't get this. No. Well, how do you know how to fucking make it then? Ooh, that was a good question. Like, if it's not in your system, how is that, how is that, how do you know how to make it? Ooh, they just been busted. Hold on a second. We might have to make a phone call. Close. Ah, recent. Recent. Ooh, there we go. I hope I get the same guy today. Remember how much of a joy he was? Wingstop Restaurant Support. Shit. I hit the wrong button. We are located on Interstate 635, just east of the Dallas Galleria between Montford and Noel Drive. Mm-hmm. Address is 5501 LBJ Freeway, yeah. Suite 500, Dallas, Texas, 75240. This is the location on a receptionist from the main IVR. Oh, I hit a button wrongly. Okay. That's what I did wrong. Hello, and thank you for calling the Wingstop Restaurant Support Center. Our hours of <laughs> operation are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Standard mm. Time. If you know the extension I of don't. the person you would like to I reach, don't. you may dial it at any time. If nope. you'd like to speak to guest services, yeah. the number is nope. 877-411-9464. I think I just hit zero for that, don't I? Or if you would like to be transferred directly to guest services, please press one. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling the Wingstop Customer Service Center. Gracias por yeah. llamar el Wingstop yeah, Customer Service Center. For English, please press one. One. Para español. Thank you for calling the mm-hmm. Wingstop Customer Service Center. We appreciate your business. For answers to frequently asked questions or to tell us about your experience at one of our locations, please visit www.wingstop.com forward slash contact us and click Mm -hmm. on the appropriate link. Shut up, asshole. Or 
To continue with the call, please listen to the following yeah, options. Yeah, I want to talk to somebody, motherfucker. Changed. Was this five or eight? For survey information, no. please press one. That sucks. For franchising information, uh-uh. please press two. No. Nope. For nutritional or allergen Mm-mm. information, please press three. For employment inquiries, please press four. Or to speak with a customer yeah, service agent regarding go. a recent experience at one of our locations, maybe I'll get the same. Please guy. press five. To repeat this menu. Hi, thank you for calling You're our customer. For quality assurance purposes, hmm? all may be recorded. Good. Thank you for calling customer service. My name is Dresha. How may I help you? Uh, yeah, I have a question for you about your uh, virtual restaurant mm-hmm. thigh stop. Okay. Um, um, I recently went to a wing stop and I wanted to get the thighs and they said I couldn't order them because I had to order them through some application or something, right? So I was just wondering Correct. if they're ordered through the application, um, how do they know how to make them at the wing stop store? Um, I'm not sure. I could file a report and have someone reach out yeah, to you. Yeah, I, I mean, that's interesting that you can't order them there, but yet they know how to make them there. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Isn't that peculiar? Okay. It is peculiar, is it not? I, I can't answer yes or no. I'll take that as a yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Hey, you too. Mm-hmm. If you know you're going to fuck with it, I might do that next time. I, I This is just, look, I, I'm so upset now. It, it, it's gotten me to this point where I it's like I can't handle it anymore when people don't do their fucking jobs. The, enough is enough, if, especially if you're going to bitch about how much money you're making, then do your fucking job. That's all I ask. That's it. I don't ask that you go above and beyond. I just ask you to do the bare minimum. Your job. And if it's if we're at a point where these places are like, well, we can't hire anybody. Nobody's coming back to work. They'll come back to work. Once that free fucking gravy train goes away, people, government stop paying rents and doing all this kind of shit, handing out free money left and right, they'll be back. But until they are, hire somebody. People need work out there. Go to work. Gosh. Man, Wingstop customer service hates their life. Two depressed people in a row. I I know, right? You know what? I do have an idea. I I do want to call them one more time. We're going to call. Okay. We've got to call a franchise. Hello, and thank you for calling the Wingstop Restaurant Support Center. Our <laughs> hours of operation are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Okay. If you know the extension of the person you would like to no, reach, I don't. you may dial it at any time. If you'd like to speak to guest services, the yeah. number is 877-411-9464. Or? Or? Or, if you would like to be transferred directly to guest services, please press 1. 1. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to ask about franchising. Thank you for calling the Wingstop Customer Service Center. Gracias por llamar el Wingstop ah, Customer Service Center. Sí. For English, 
please press 1. I'm still going to do 1 here. Thank you for calling the Wingstop Customer Service Center. We appreciate your business. For answers to frequently asked questions or to tell us about your experience at one of our locations, please visit www.wingstop.com forward slash contact us and click on the appropriate link. Or to continue with the call, please listen to the following options as our menu has recently changed. All right, I'm going to have some fun now. For survey information, please press 1. For franchising information, please press 2. Nutritional, thank you for your interest in becoming a Wingstop franchisee. For information regarding getting started, please visit www.wingstop.com and click on Own a Wingstop at the top of the page. If you still have questions, reach out to us at www.wingstop.com forward slash Come contact on, us, no forward and the appropriate slashes. team member will follow up with you. To repeat this message, no. please press 1. No. To return to the main menu, please press 2. Oh, what a bunch of dick bags. They don't even, they don't even do sales calls? Oh, these morons want $50 an hour or $15. Don't think you need your job. It'll be money just for being born. That's the epitome of entitlement. Yes. How come everyone's menus have always recently changed? You know, Stink Fist, it's all that bullshit. These people want these healthy choices, and they lie to themselves. Stop fucking lying to yourself. If you're trying to lose weight... Don't keep going to McDonald's to get the salad. It's like my dad told me. A bald man can go to a barber every day, and guess what? Eventually, he's going to fucking get a haircut. Because that's what we do. You're going to McDonald's for salad? Really? Where there's like, you put six times the amount of, of salad dressing on there? Ain't a one of you. Ain't a one of you who didn't want to think the taco salad at Taco Bell was the healthiest thing on their menu? Well, I I didn't eat the shell because that's where all the calories were. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Everybody loved that shit. That shell was delicious. You know what you have to do to lose weight eating-wise. You don't get to eat your spectacular food that you love. It's a pain in the ass. So don't try to go, well, you know, we got the salad bar at Wendy's. Yeah, and how many Frosties? I don't eat the shell. Yeah, you're a weirdo because you didn't eat the shell. The shell is the best part. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, and stop chasing them. Arnie, uh, just go to Buffalo Wild Wings. They they have uh, never had an issue there. Okay. Yeah, but that's not fair. I don't know. I, you know what? I, yeah, here it is. Set. Food on a bone, KFC. If, if, if I just want wings, I'm going to Hooters. Done. Problem averted. Since I am the only one that can fix this problem of people not doing their jobs, then I just won't go to those places. Fuck. All right. Now, let, let's start the show, shall we? And I would like some credit. I would like a, a wee bit of credit here. 
Because now it's starting to get out there that, you know, Donald Trump was out last weekend. Looked kind of like a campaign stop, didn't it? They're saying... Um, Donald Trump might run for the 21st Congressional District of Florida, held by Representative Lois Franken, Frankel, a Democrat. Kind of popular, but not too much. Uh, there's nothing in the Constitution that says House members must reside in the districts they represent heading to into 2022. Republicans are hoping to flip the seat. Currently held by moderate blue dog representative Stacey Murphy in Florida. So they're talking about it now. That Donald Trump could possibly run for a representative job. Get it. Flip the House. Take over as Speaker of the House. Impeach Kamala the Indian giant and then Joe Biden. And poof. He's back in the presidency before 2024. Is that his campaign now? Let's go before 2024. Before 2024. If they start yelling it, I want this show to get credit. Once again, do I think it's going to happen? Well, now he's talking about it. Okay, so the wheels are in motion. I don't know. I just wanted to. I I just wanted to point out. You heard it here first, right here. Trump's not doing shit unless the Senate flips uh, decisively with wiggle room. He's fucking deluded, and so are his followers. Hey, I I don't disagree with you at all, Ogre. Not one bit. All I'm saying is that I said it. Look, I, I don't, I like Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis has grown on me. Ron DeSantis, I think, would make a great president. That's just me. B424, there it is, right there. There it is. Shit, I could sell that on the web. Well, then I would be known as a Trump website. I don't want that. I, I don't want to pay. I, I want this be to be a welcoming spot for everyone to where we can actually have talks. And if I sell Trump shit, then that means I got to sell Biden shit, and I don't want to do that. So there you go. All right, that story is already out there. What else do they? Oh, uh, is this it? This Miami story is just... I don't even know what to think anymore. Hangtown Jen sent me this uh, this story about the residents of Miami Beach condominium with unsafe structure warning. The the fear started after uh, turned into epicenter of heartbreak on Monday. Several residents at Mason Grande Community uh, Condominium, an 18-story building with 502 units, said they were worried about the safety of their building. Records show there have been five inspections that determine the building is an unsafe structure, the building envelope. Wow. That's not good. Are, 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 are they not, like, are, are they not inspecting buildings in Florida right now? 
Are, are they worried too much about a building not being quite pastel enough to fit into downtown Miami nightlife? I mean, th- this is awful. I can't imagine what it would have been like, like either there or watching it from across the way. Uh, DeSantis would be great president, but would he handle the arrows the way Trump did? No, of course not, because he's a politician. You do them like Kobe jerseys, create a virtual business to sell uh, the before 24 shirts. There you go. There you go. Uh, This is such a bad story. This this entire condo thing, I I I I feel so sick for everybody that's involved with this. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. So sad. Oh, by the way, today's jokes, uh, Christopher. Today's jokes for your birthday today. Uh, all right, first one. What did? Uh, oh, I told four of them today. We got four of them out there today. First one, what did Oprah Winfrey say to King Kong? Is it in yet? This next one is pretty damn funny. I like this one. What do wrestling fans and Whitney Houston have in common? They both love The Rock. My next one was... uh, Why do Chinese kids hate Santa so much? He takes credit for all the toys they build. And the final one, according to Joe Biden, what is the best thing about 28-year-olds? There are 20 of them. So there you go. Those were today's joke. By the way, my joke yesterday got pulled down. The, uh... The, the, the bald pussy joke was taken down due to community standards on nudity. I, I wasn't nude in there. That's what they said. Oh, well. Oh, well. I remember, I remember one guy was really mad. I got, as a uh, father of a two-year-old, that's disgusting. All right, so my other jokes aren't disgusting. Even as a father of a two-year-old, you don't find my other jokes disgusting. Okay. See, it, it, this is, honestly, I'm doing this for, for my benefit because I think they're funny. And it's kind of an experiment I'm running. I have 130 jokes up there. Two have been taken down. And, and they're pretty bad, but they're not. They're not any worse than the ones that are still up there. You were talking about a hairless cat, for Christ's sake, right? Exactly. Exactly. Facebook making sure. It was TikTok that took it down. TikTok TikTok took my dad for community standards involving nudity. I'm like, huh? I mean, I ain't going to fight it. There's no reason to fight it because what what it's doing is it's proven something to me. Everybody does have a limit. Just some people's limits are a lot further. And, and, and usually it's not a limit. 
it's a line. I don't really have a line that I know of. There are jokes that I won't tell because I've gotten trouble in the past, and I could tell dead baby jokes on there all damn day. Actually, I did a, a baby joke, but I changed it to cats. So a little inside information. If you see me on TikTok and I'm telling a cat joke, like what's the hardest thing about running through a field full of dead cats? My boner. That's usually dead babies then. And I don't like telling, I, I just don't like it. I, I, I'm not offended by it. I got in trouble. How did Rihanna find out Chris Brown cheated on her? She found another man's lipstick on his fists. <laughs> See? I'm not trying to offend people with them. Because if I'm trying to offend people with them, why am I going after everybody? I, I, I Look, man, I don't care what color you are. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what your sexual preferences are, what your fucking pronouns are. I don't give a fuck. All I care about is I'm going to make you laugh. I care about funny. If it offends you, that's on you. Because I, 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 I'm done with this, this, this whole world of being offensive and, oh, I, I am offended by that. If, if we Americans can't be offended by somebody burning a flag or desecrating something like that, then you can't be offended when I tell a fucking joke about special needs kids. And the other day, it was great. I told that joke, you know, what did the special kid, special needs kid get on his math test? Drool. This kid who has special needs who's on there all the time goes, it's true, I drool all over the place. Ha ha. He gets it, and I started following him right away. Everybody takes them so, everybody thinks they're so important. The world revolves around them. How dare you make a joke? This is, this is like old King Arthur times. You couldn't make a joke at the king's expense because he would kill you. Make fun of everybody else in the kingdom pretty much, but not the king. Now everybody's the king. All right, enough of that shit. Um, let's see, who do we go with first here? Let's talk about th this stupid ass first before we get into this other story. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, this, this nincompoop, has come out and, and said the... <laughs> I want to get this right. Ocasio-Cortez cast doubt over data showing crime rates rising in cities throughout the U.S., especially New York, where shooting incidents and murders have risen 53%. Uh, she thinks it's all hysteria. She thinks it's all made up. Well, you see, they, they keep track of that, honey. They, they keep arrest records and sheets like that. 
She said, we're seeing these headlines about percentage increases. Now, I want to say any amount of harm is unacceptable and too much, but I also want to make sure that this hysteria, you know, that it doesn't drive uh, a hysteria and the way we look at these numbers out of context. It's not out of context. If people are getting arrested, that means crime is going up, stupid. She calls it hysteria, and this woman thinks that she should be in charge of police? Every time you say her name, my mind immediately goes to make a wish. Maybe if she bombs out of Congress, she can be a, a spokesperson for him. No shit. Race data, correct, but crime data isn't. Okay, retard. Yes, Alicia. You despise that woman, Douglas? She is such an asshat. By the way, crime numbers aren't going up, but she, say, she says the world is going to end in eight years. More people are tweeting at her. This is a person who regularly talks about the trauma she struggled with after January 6th. You know, when she was two city blocks away. What have we done, America? What have we done with these people? Like, it wasn't a proud... I'll say, I will be honest with you. I hated Hillary Clinton. I, I could not stand her. I, I didn't like her husband, and I really didn't like her. Donald Trump, I didn't really care about. Now, he, I, in my opinion, he did a good job. But it, it starts at, at every one of these levels that I talk about. I mean... California is a really important state in this country, and it has been and it will be forever. And these celebrities and these assholes start throwing their name in the, in the ring for, and everybody thinks it's a joke, and there's a lot of people that will vote for them. You're not doing your state any favors. Arnold Schwarzenegger did nothing for California. I voted for him. But I knew nothing was going to get done. It's amazing to me. It, it truly is amazing to me. The things that we put up with in this country. This next, look, the next story is, is really, really a great story. And it was sent to me this morning by uh, Douglas about a, a sports writer named Jason Whitlock. Jason Whitlock's big old fat black guy. Used to work on ESPN. Very, very conservative man. He's out of Kansas City, like I said, big old fat dude. And he says J uh, Jason Whitlock calls for racist and offensive George Floyd statue to be torn down. It's harmful to black people. Now, how is it harmful to black people? Well, he goes on to say, Mr. Floyd is not Jesus. He's not Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Medgar Evers. 
He is he isn't Emmett Till, an innocent victim of anti-black bigotry. No. No, he's a man that broke the law. He was killed by a police officer. He says George Floyd was a victim of his drug addiction, self-destructive behavior, and Derek Chauvin's misconduct. Jason Whitlock goes on to say this, and I can't wait to see how this plays out today. This is one of the greatest things I will ever read in the history of my life. Jason Whitlock says, quote, I'm shocked the sculptor didn't put a crack pipe in one hand and a 40-ouncer in the other. He says, these things are racist. They're designed to symbolize that America turns black men into lazy criminal drug addicts. Recoup says, uh, this for that one. Correct the mundo. Jason Whitlock, I, I I don't know how he keeps his jobs. I I, it, I mean honestly, he says some shit out there that you want to say. He can say whatever he wants. He's a black man. I can't say those things. I'd be a racist. I agree with everything he just said. The sculptor part that was just fucking pure genius and funny on his part. Putting a crack pipe in one hand and a fody in the other. Are we going to allow people to shoot pigeons that shit on these, too? Because, I mean, that's defacing it. Uh, Brad Kidd says, I want to know what his baby's mama has to say about all this and his victims. You know, those people, those people, want nobody wants, you want to hear it, I want to hear it. The truth is that, look... I've said it. George Floyd shouldn't have died at the hands of Derek Chauvin. He shouldn't have died that day. It is awful. But why do we have a statue of him and not the guy that was selling the loose cigarettes in New York a couple years ago? Or anybody else? Why is it George Floyd? Why was George Floyd the Pope? Because we had video of it? If that's the reasoning for it, doesn't that mean they were searching? They were just waiting? And you have a guy who at the time was high on fentanyl, meth. And look, they they didn't rule it that it was a drug overdose. That's fine. He had that shit in his system, though. Illegally. And you're building statues of him. Yet you're tearing down statues of men like George Washington and Abraham Lincoln? I said that all in the same breath. You thought, oh, and, and that was one of the first things that Biden did was change that law. If you defaced a, a statue, if you got caught defacing a historic statue in America, that was like 10 years right away. They got rid of that, so get ready. You're going to see a lot more monuments getting fucking shit thrown all over them. 
And then people say, well, just take it down then. Okay, then just take the George Floyd one down. I dare you. I dare you to take that statue down. <laughs> well, if a pigeon shit's on that statue, it's a waste of a perfectly good tracking device. <laughs> oh, the people at Birds Aren't Real love you right now, Jen. <laughs> oh, God almighty. Oh, fuck. Joe Biden says Iran will never get a nuclear weapon on his watch. Um, I'm betting it's pretty damn close. As multiple rockets hit a U.S. base in Syria less than 24 hours after Joe Biden launched airstrikes against Iranian-backed militia sites. By the way, he didn't get Congress's okay to that. He just struck at them. Now, once again, I would like to point out how the Republicans are the warmongers. U.S. defense official confirmed that a base was hit. Uh, No injuries, but the missiles hit near U.S. troops. So, we're pulling out of Afghanistan. Are we about to start a war with Iran? This is like the uh, iconoclast Protestants of the 16th century after Martin Luther and John Calvin. Uh, Good thing, though, uh, they participated in 30 years' war over religion. Can't wait for our inconsistent movement to turn into a full-blown war. High fives all around for the death of intolerance. It's a tribute to a terrible human being that died during police misconduct. That terrible human probably would have died in the back of a cop car had he stayed there. Or possibly in the jail cell. Who knows? Maybe he would have lived. Maybe he would have. Maybe he would have gotten through it. I don't know. But the, these ideas that we're putting statues up of these people now. I remember it used to take a real great act, and you got that 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 little uh, Greta Thunberg girl, that twelve year old who's got a statue up of her already. This guy's got a statue. Everybody's got a statue. So in America, Robert E. Lee, one of the greatest military minds ever, and his home is the military cemetery, bad guy, and on the other hand, is a saint. Yeah. Well, there you go. Robert E. Lee is a great example. He went to West Point with Grant and Sherman. He was a classmate of theirs. He was like he was like the head of the class. He went and he was from Virginia, so he went to the Confederacy to protect his home. Um Greta is eighteen, she just looks twelve. Okay. I don't wanna be, look, man, I, I wanna give our military a fucking break. Especially if they gotta take, you know, orders from a fucking idiot. In charge, and, and I'm sorry. I, I just I have a lot of respect for that office, and and I'll I'll still refer to him sometimes as President Biden. 
This guy is just a joke, man. It's not even funny. Like, literally, him stammering and stumbling all over speeches, getting lost. Once again, I ask, those were the two best? Really? Trump and he were the two best considered? And if you're, you're trying to tell me that the four best would be Trump and Pence and Biden and Kamala, those are the four best people to run this country? Oh, I would disagree with that. Oh, God almighty, I would disagree with that. It amazes me. Truly amazes me. Oh, man. Fuck Pence. Uh, If the time were to come, would you say President Harris? Of course I would. Look, man, here's my thing. I didn't vote for him, but I'm an American. And nothing pissed me off more than the day after it was all announced that Donald Trump won the presidency. And he won it fair and square. People were yelling, not my president. Well, then you don't live in America. They don't, don't start this fucking bullshit. Well, that, that, that's, uh, that's not my championship team. Well, because your championship team lost, so you don't recognize this championship? That just sounds like you're a poor sport. And I was raised better than that. And once again, like I said, I respect the office much, much more than I do the man. Yeah, I would call her President Kamala the Indian Giant. Of course, yeah, totally. God, I don't want I don't ever want that to come about though. Mm-mm-mm. Did you see this weird story about Cuomo, the, the Fredo, the brother? Somebody I guess called him out. So Chris Como was lampooning on Monday. Spent a large part of the morning responding to feedback when an unverified account with only 12 followers made a comment that Cuomo, primetime host, would break his arm pleasuring himself. Cuomo responded with an image of his flex bicep bulging out of a T- CNN shirt. That's how this happened. Ha ha. Come on, baby. Don't hate. Facilitate. You can do better than that. This is pretty BS. People hammered him. Chris Como brings weird flex back into literal level. Kind of says it all, doesn't it? Yeah, that you're jerking off and you built up an arm that big? Yeah. What the hell, man? How does CNN keep this guy? CNN is the, I got to say, CNN's got to be the best place in America to work. Motherfuckers can be caught on a Zoom meeting jacking off, get his job back. Chris Cuomo puts up an arm of his bicep after somebody says he jerks himself off to give him so much praise. Yeah, that's how it happens. Show you my big-ass gun. Yes, I agree with you. I jerk off like that.
Let's see. Okay, got that one. Oh, this is the one I want. I'd like Christy Nome to run. She's uh, amazing, and I'd love to look at her for four years. Has anyone seen Hunter Biden and Chris Cuomo in the same room together? No shit. That's a good call. Unless you're a conservative, then CNN holds you accountable for everything. Yeah. Oh, of course they do, because that's what they do. Social media is now defending a spa member who erupted after she said transgender exposed penis in front of little girls. This fucking trans movement, I tell you what. Oh, man. The incident occurred at We Spa in L.A. A woman filmed her interaction with staff members who referred to the sexual orientation of individual in question who identifies as transgender. Ooh, we have video. No, so it's okay. I just want to be clear with you. It's okay. It's okay for a man to go into the women's section, show his penis, around the other women, young little girls under age, your spa, we spa, condone that. Is that what you're saying? Like I asked. It's so he, so he could stay there. He could stay there? What sexual orientation? I see a dick. It lets me know he's a man. He, he's a man. He is a man. He is not no female. He is not a female. He is not a female. Hold on. He is not a female, sweetie. Okay. Girls down there, other women who are highly offended for what they just saw. And you did nothing. Absolutely nothing. In fact, you sided with him. So we spa is an agreement with men that just say they are a woman and they can go down there with their penis and get into the women's section. Is that what you're saying? What what really? What law? What law? Look, look, the spa owner, unfortunately, is caught in a shitstorm right now. Girls have penises these days. Genitalia has nothing to do with gender. I don't know how little the kids were. Uh, See, the, the, the spa owner can't do anything. He can't throw the transgender out because then guess what? See, this lady will be this lady will be called an angry Karen. That's what she'll be called. Because she's not woke enough. I, I Alicia, here's the thing. I don't necessarily hope the business goes under. I understand what they're doing. There is this right now, this is such a, a, a weird, volatile world that we live in that that spa can't turn that trans away. They can't. It's not the spa's fault. It's the law's fault. I bet you more than anything, the spa doesn't want to be known. And look, look, look. They don't really want to be known as the trans spa. But, hey, if they get a bunch of them going there, they're going to pay. They're going to stay open. But 
And by the way, this has got them way more business from the trans community now because they didn't kick this person out. Trans would be thrown out uh, because they are allowing pedophiles in there and not making it safe for everyone. Well, that, that's what everybody is afraid of. Now, I have to ask you, what happened? What if this person wasn't a pedophile? I, I, and I don't know if this person who exposed themselves is a pedophile, but we've all been in locker rooms. We know that people all walk around naked, even in the gal's locker room. If the, the transsexual is at their locker and they got the dong hanging out and your kid walks by, didn't necessarily wave it at it. I wasn't there to see what the interaction was. Then you're going to be in trouble. They, 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 they're going to have your ass for that. Oh. <laughs> he goes, oh, there's a Johnny Cochran phrase right there. It's not the spa's fault. It's the law's fault. Yeah, I, I felt a little, little Johnny Cochran running through me there. No, Alicia, and and that that unfortunately is what it's going to take. And, and and I mean this. Look, I don't want anybody to get beat up. I'm not endorsing violence. I'm not saying that this should happen. This is what it's going to take, though. She says, as a mom, I'd be grabbing shit to fuck this little wannabe bitch up. For anyone, it look look. When I say it's the law's fault, there's not lawyers out there. There's no, look, we live in a society right now where there's nobody who's, everybody's afraid to rule. Remember a time when everybody wanted to rule? Nobody is afraid to rule now. Everybody is afraid. Because of my what-if problem. What if this guy was just getting dressed and about to leave and the girl walked by and saw the dingling? It's not right, but you can't kick the trans out of there. But you, unless you had a judge out there that said, look, if, if this is going to be the issue, then guess what? We're going to mandate three bathrooms now in all facilities, and the trans must use the trans-only bathroom. And they'll hate that. They'll be like, no, 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 no. Sorry. It's just the way it is. And they won't call it the train. How about this? We got the men's room, the women's room, and then other. Take all those family bathrooms now. Get rid of them. Because we got to make way for the less than 1% of our population who want to dress like the opposite sex. See, here's what it, it, it would literally take a few ass whoopings. Yes, those would be hate crimes. I understand that. But if you're protecting your child, if you're in a, if you're in a gym locker room and somebody wiggles their cock at your kid, you're going to beat the shit out of them. You just are as a good parent. It's not the trans bathroom, it's the unisex bathroom. My bad, my bad, Douglas. Uh, if you're afraid you're not built to be a, a parent, 
Your job is to protect and raise your babies. If you can't do that, you're pathetic. Well, here's the thing. That lady there in that video, I have I, this story was sent to me, and I haven't seen the, the backlash from it, but I, I will say this right now, right here. I guarantee. She's the bad guy. Every scenario out there, this is going to be the bad guy. I don't think she's a bad guy. I wouldn't want that either. Hey, uh, hot mama, how are you? I hate the gender neutral bathrooms, the ones that uh, is boy or girl. Just use it. So gross. I want gender-specific bathrooms. If that means we need to add four more to uh, account for the new genders, fine by me. No shit. I didn't, and you know what? I can A. How about you let go of the pronouns a little bit? How, how about you ease up on that shit? Because I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you're a, an ugly fucking dude that's just trying to become a chick, and I've never met you before, and I, I, I say, hey, buddy, how you doing? Don't, don't get all uppity with me. You, you still look like a fucking dude, all right? And I didn't say that to you to call you out or anything. I thought you were a dude. I don't know you. Well, you should know my trend. Uh, my 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 uh, adjectives are uh, shut up. That's what they are. Your adjectives are he, him, his. In my world, now look. In your world, you can call you whatever you want. I'm going to use my pronouns in my world. I hope the black community has this woman's back. Because this is the hostile, this is the most hostile we've ever been as a people. I mean, we, for some reason, everybody thinks they're guaranteed all this stuff in this country. You have to do this for me. You have to do that for me. I don't want the government in control of stuff. I don't want them in charge of everything. We talked yesterday about how in Canada they don't have freedom of speech. Ogre, you said it was more of their, it's a traditional value, but it's not a right. And the Canadian government can do whatever they want. All these governments can do whatever they want. Only here in America do we really have a freedom of speech. And you, you're not going to be able to control that on the Internet like they're going to try to do in Canada, unless the United States starts providing Internet for everybody, free Internet. Then they can do whatever they want. I had my first Zoom meeting where the people were introduced, and they said, this is so-and-so and so-and-so, and and their preferred pronouns are. I was so confused. Why does it matter what your chosen pronoun is? Why can't you just use your name, which you're going to give me? Fuck, I just want to talk real estate now. Got to pay attention to your feelings, too. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It is absolutely ridiculous. I'm so tired of all this. The, 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 the Other countries just laugh at us. This is the strife that we have.
that's cool. I mean, it, 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 it's so stupid. Jen, the, uh, that raises costs on small business owners who typically be struggling after the pandemic. Now there is a law. They have to add another restroom to their establishment. I get doing unisex bathrooms, but they would need to have stalls. But even you could be uh, shitting right next to a dude. <laughs> EGB3. No comment. Uh, Southerners got it right. Everybody's pronoun is darling or sweetie. Amen. Yep. Look, man. I don't know your name. You're lucky. And if you look like a girl, I'll say ma'am to you. And and this whole bullshit. Hey, 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 hey. There's so much inner fighting in the world. In, in, in the, when you say something, I tell you what. Every time some woman says, ma'am, I'm not old enough to be a ma'am. You're older than I am. Yeah, but here's the thing, bitch. I was raised properly. If I say yes, ma'am, to you, I am showing you respect. Don't fucking slap me in the face for showing you respect because I will take that shit right on back. <laughs> ma'am, I'm <laughs> I'm young enough to be your daughter. You're not you're not pretty enough because I wouldn't have fucking shit out something like that. I love that no one gives a damn in Oklahoma if you say you guys in higher education, but on the West Coast, you were lampooned for that. That show Scorpion was on once. It was, it was about a team of geniuses, and one of the cases, they got sent to some college. And the, the really, really smart guy, Walter, he goes, hey, you guys, uh, you guys? By the way, guys can mean women, too. It's a gr- guys can be used to cover a group of people in a setting. Don't believe me? Look it up. And and you know what, Erise? I would have fucking eviscerated them. See, you got to call me sometime when they start making fun of you, so I can call them up and go. Uh, they're absolutely right by saying guys, fuck tarts. And then I'll go politically incorrect on them just for you. Well, then, Douglas, they need to hire one bathroom attendant who goes in and cleans after every user because people are dirty. When I go in a restroom after a man, the floor has pee splashes on it, so gross. And to tippy-toe around while I'm trying not to pee my pants, while layering the rest of the toilet seat and to try to soak up the remaining urine on the seat, just frustrating. Douglas says, I always say, man, it typically gets the better response than bitch. Uh, Ogre says, when I lived in the college dorms, the bathrooms at our college were gender neutral way, way back in the 90s. They were just stalls. The women said it was kind of weird at first seeing feet pointing the other way. But uh, shit, shit, and piss is piss, so just go. Hell, I remember even accidentally walking into a ladies' room at a restaurant there because I was so used to the idea of generic bathrooms. I was also quite stoned at the time, but that's another story. (laughs) And that's why there is the bathroom for standing to pee. Problem solved. It's now the banned list of phrases from that college who released a list every year. Wow. Hangtown says, wow, Sylvester on Scorpion was, oh, it was favorite show. That was a great show. Uh, you can catch it. It's on, uh, 
If you have DirecTV, uh, what is that, uh, 273 on Sunday mornings. They run them back to back to back to back to back. I love that show, Scorpion. It was great. Uh, totally different subject, but I, I don't watch the news. Can you explain the what state-funded travel is and what is going on with this? Well, in what context state-funded travel? I, I'll be happy to explain that. Uh-huh. I just saw it last night on Pop Channel. That could be 273. Yeah, that is. So, yeah, it's on Sunday mornings, all morning long. Dude piss on the seat a lot. You get used to <laughs> checking before sitting. Uh, State-funded travel. Let's see. Uh, who's I like, like, hang, Hot Mama, do you have a story for me? Because state-funded travel is, uh, okay, Douglas, you got it for me? She, oh, wait, I don't think that's it. I think this is a website about, oh, she-we. Oh, this is, oh, okay, this is the artificial penis for ladies. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, Jen, this site right here is for you. I don't know what state-funded travel is. I can't find a definition for it. State-funded travel would be the state pays for your expenses to travel up and down the state. Like Governor Newsom, he, he doesn't fly southwest. The problem is, is that it takes a team of people who get paid to have the governor's plane ready to go fueled up, which fuel isn't free, and the state funds all that. If the state, uh, if, if Governor Newsom has a driver, that car, and however it's outfitted, that is funded by the state to arm it. So that would all be part of state-funded travel. State-funded travel sounds like free bus passes to get homeless people out of the city for a big festival. Now, hey, that, that, hey that, they could hide it under that. Just ask Utah. Now, I, I haven't talked a lot about the virus lately. By the way, did everybody get to see that Major League Baseball player fucking throw up on the mound last night? No, no, it's a new one. Last week, it was a guy in the Tigers game. Last night, it was an Angels pitcher, and I guess the West Coast is super hot right now. That dude just hurled like a champ. Okay, so it has to do with the deal with state workers. I was thinking it was like people have welfare that they can use money to fly. Sorry, I'm stupid sometimes. No, no, it's it's definitely not that. That second one, it is definitely not that. Yeah, this picture was just bleh. They caught him on. It's on TMZ if you want to see it. Now, this whole vaccination thing, I, I just sit back and laugh at it all. Now, it, it, yes, I got my vaccination done and whatever. I don't care. I got the Johnson & Johnson one to one shot. Now, now I'm regretting that. A couple weeks ago, they were talking about, and they've been talking about, these booster shots. 
right? Like they, you need one like six months after you take the initial shots. You need a booster shot. Well, now, like two weeks later, they're saying that the Pfizer one and the Moderna one could last you the rest of your life. Huh? Wait a second. You were you were prepping us for 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 updates. What 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 changed? And now that I got the Johnson Johnson, I got to get a booster. That's bullshit. See, this is what they don't under they don't know what they're talking about with this. They just don't. What is this? Oh wow, wait, wait, we gotta go back. Oh my goodness. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The LGBTQ community is appalled after the transgender person exposed their male genitalia in front of a young girl in L.A. They are appalled. A member of the LGBTQ community herself told Tucker Carlson that the exchange was troubling to many of her transgender friends who found the individual's behavior offensive. So I guess you just give them a little bit of time, and they do what they, everybody does. They eat their own. I'm very surprised at this. You know what, though? I shouldn't be. Wait a second. I'm not. Let me, let me stop the record. It's because of all the woke. Guilty people out there. That's who this is about. Those are the ones turning men, not the LGBTQXY12417. They're not the ones turning these people in. It's the same thing. So many people, oh, yes, Black Lives Matter. I knew somebody who said that, and I was like, I've hung out with you. I know how you really talk. At least they had the balls to tell it. (laughs) I'm glad that they've come out and they said, no, no, no. You're not going to hear that story anywhere. I'm just going to tell you that right now. That's why it's so maddening. It pisses me off so, so much. Uh, Okay, got that. Let's see. Is that it? Yeah, that is it for our first segment. Now, Now, we have to do this, though. I mean, you know, every day this week because tomorrow is my Friday. Remember that. So we have to get to Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Tarantino character. 
This is one that I, I think that maybe we have done, but it's okay. It doesn't matter that we've done it. We don't have a Mount Rushmore of it. And now we will. We will have this Rushmore today. Play, damn it. Let's get it on. There you go. All right, here we go. First matchup. Now, I made a rule for myself. Making this bracket up, I could have one Samuel L. Jackson character. Because Sam's been in all of his movies and he's badass, but we already have a Mount Rushmore of Sam Jackson. Hmm. Oh, damn it, you're going to miss Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. All right, here we go. First matchup, here we go. Hans Landa, the Jew hunter in the movie Inglorious Bastards. Christoph Waltz played the German. He was badass. And he is taking on the one and only Gimp from Pulp Fiction. When they let him out and he was supposed to watch Butch and he was in that leather hood and magnet. So I ask you, ask family. Hans Landa versus the Gimp. Who ya got? God, stop it. The war is over. My God, my God. Hans Landa easily thwarted the gimp. Man. Hans Landa. All right, here we go. Next matchup. I give you the slave turned bounty hunter. The one and only Django. The D is silent. Taking on, woo, Mr. Blonde. You know, the one who did the ear cutting in Reservoir Dogs, Michael Madsen, if you would. Django versus Mr. Blonde. Ass family, who you got? Seem to want Django, so Django stays unchained. Woo, next is a matchup of the ladies. I give you 
The Bride. From Kill Bill, Uma Thurman. Taking on the one and only Jackie Brown. The Bride versus Jackie Brown. Ass family. Who you got? Over hates me. Wow, stop the fight. Good God. Good God Almighty. Wasn't that way, man? Oh, man. Jackie Brown only got one out of like a hundred for the bride. Wow, and I'm sorry that you hate me so much. See if I can continue that hate fest up. Our next one, Lieutenant Aldo Reigns in Glorious Bastards, one of Brad Pitt's greatest characters ever. Taking on Calvin Candy, the owner of Candyland, played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Aldo Reigns against Calvin Candy. Ass family, who ya got? Lieutenant Aldo Reigns moves on. Lieutenant Aldo Reigns. We in the Nazi killing business and cousin. Business is a booming. Uh, I wanted to say, uh, where is it? Uh, Calvin Candy, Leo's best role ever, Stink Fist. I would put that up there. I did like his character a lot in The Departed. I, I, I got to say, I really did like I I like The Departed, I think, a little bit better. But these are both two great roles. All right, here we go. Are y'all ready for this? I, I don't know. Final, uh, these, these ones are going to get etched into the Mount Rushmore. So here we go. No more fucking around, people. Hans Landa, the Jew hunter, taking on Django. Hans Landa, Django, Ass Family, who ya got?
be close on that one. But Django withstands the late drive. Django uh, advances. And we'll face the winner of this one. Oof, this is so hard. God damn. The Bride, Beatrix Kiddo from the Kill Bill franchises. Taking on Lieutenant Aldo Reigns. The Bride versus Aldo Reigns. Ask family, who ya got? Rushmore is set. Greatest Quentin Tarantino characters ever. Django and the Bride are up. But Ernie, when you wait, what about the second round? Yes, we will be doing that next after we take a break here at Arnie Radio One or ArnieRadio.com. We're going to do listener mail next, which you can write to me at ArnieRadio One at gmail.com. The grass was green It didn't seem like things were all that bad I bet we walked a thousand miles Chopping cotton and pushing plows And learning how to give it all we had As life went on and years went by I saw the light in daddy's eyes And felt the love in mama's hands They kept us warm and us fed and taught us how to look ahead now looking back I understand we were walking in high cotton old times there are not forgotten those fertile fields are never far away we were walking in high cotton old times there are not forgotten leaving home was the hardest thing we ever faced Up and hand me downs just in time together with the church. Sometimes I think how long it's been and how it impressed me then. It was the only day my daddy wouldn't work. We were walking in high cotton, old times there are not forgotten. 
walking in high cotton. Old times there are not forgotten. Those fertile fields are never far away. Do listener mail, and I have yet to pick out today's uh, 
fair. Now, you know what? Let's do, uh... No, not that one. No, not that one. Come on. Come on, Arnie. Hurry up. There we go. That one's pretty good. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we'll get back to Celebrity Ass Deathmatch here in just a little bit. Uh, okay, let's see. Where's... Oh, I don't have her. Hers isn't in here. Oh, there it is. Here we go. Here we go. Boom. Yeah, that's the page I want. Uh oh. Boom, 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 boom. You are somebody that I don't know, but you're asking me things like I know, and I'm like, damn. It's 8 a.m. Ask me on the street, it's all right. Ask me on lines out of sight, and I'm like, hey, you're okay. Cause I don't want no coffee, I don't want no tea, just give me Dr. Pepper, that is all I need. Uh oh. And sticks and stones are what break bones, and uh oh. You need to ask Arnie. And do it now, or he just fucked a cow. Oh my God, that's so yuck. Yeah, thank you, thank you, I, I, thank you. I, I, I do appreciate that. That is very nice of y'all. Very, very nice of y'all. I, 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 I love it. I love it. Oh, that's a good one. I, I do like this one, too. Okay, hold on. Let's see if I can find it now. There we go. That's so yuck. Really, I get an ad with this? I have this one bookmarked, for Christ's sake. I shouldn't have an ad for it. Now I got it. And then we'll get to the mail. I think it's like the second one. Ready? Here we go. Donnie Walker, Betty White, Jimmy Walker's dynamite, Fred Sanford, Carrot Top, your mom likes a mop. Satana hated me, had a clip to her knee. I did another show without me, it really blows. Harry Carey, Stone Cold, great man, I am told, dog, go radio too, I just say fuck you. Now you know why this show is so good and better than any other and important to me. It's time to ask Arnie, he is that we hope you are down with that. You should go ask him right now, before he goes out and he plugs a cow. Such a pleasure. Such a pleasure indeed. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm, I'm looking for where, where the, I, I gotta put these things in some sort of order. I mean, 
Oh man. I, I, I wait, wait, wait. I, I, I hear stumbling or, or stomping, and people are calling me out for an encore. Is it really? Is it really an encore? I, you guys want an encore? Oh, okay. All right, I'll do my showstopper then. We all know the showstopper. Something set up. Oh, this is such a pain in the ass. That's why I need assistance. Okay. Video, video, video. Video, there we go. Uh, all right, here we go. Let, let's start this all the way over here. Okay, we got to turn this up. Got to keep that down. And go video. And when we're going to start rolling here. All right, here we go. Hmm. Oh, wait, we got to turn this part up. Yes. And now it's time to ask, ask him a question. 
He's fat, really, really fat. He looks like a goddamn building. He eats and eats and eats. He likes each and everything on the buffet. You ask him now. Fuck a cow and eat a Sunday. Regrets, I've had a few. You know the one called Satana. She was a bitch, a fucking slut. Some even called her a cunt. But ask him right now before he goes and fucks a cow. And again goes out and eats some fried chicken. Stop with all this craziness now. Get back to the entertaining show that I was trying to put on for trying to garner up more likes and listens. Jesus, how dare I promote myself during my own show? All right. Now I got to help some people. All right, here we go. First letter. Uh, you know, I'm going to read the letter of that one first. Okay, it says, uh, this is from Oscar. It says, I need some advice on a friend of mine. He is the best guy in the world, and he would do anything for his friends. But the problem is that he talks really, really loud. How can I take him down a few levels without hurting his feelings? Man, let, let me just say, the straight fire, thank you. Your lips to God's ears that I get my Grammy finally. It's been stolen from me all this time. Um, I've seen this. I, I, I've seen this with people that everybody, this isn't your typical person that's on the phone talking loud so everybody in the restaurant can hear their important business. Hear about their honor student have a child? This is just a regular loud person. Okay. Oh, I look, look. I knew a guy that was the loudest human being in the world. And I'll never forget, I, I was spending a holiday with, with his brother and their family. And the loud one started talking. And the brother said, yo, we're all in the same room. Uh, he is a man, just tell him straight up, you're too loud, fuck his feelings. Yeah. yeah look, pull him to the side. You want to spare some feelings, pull his ass to the side and go, hey, man, we're all in the same room. Can you turn it down a couple fucking levels? But nothing is worse 
than that person that's talking loud to show off. We've all seen them in restaurants and shit like that. This person, though, is just loud all the time. This person is the bull in the china shop, no matter what. But the one, the, the, the truly evil ones are the ones that are either at lunch. Hey, look at that, Adam J. Buenos dias, amigo. Como esta? Maybe he has a hearing issue. All right, well, you don't. And that's the problem. You got to tell him, hey, take it down. Go get your ears checked in, motherfucker. But, man, there are so many of these people out there. And, like, where, wherever you are in town, if you're in a hoity-toity part of town, you're definitely going to see this a lot. You're going to see somebody talking loud about their honor roll student. Well, you know, my son, little Aiden, little Aiden scored uh, the highest marks in the entire class with my son. You hear that shit all the time. People love to brag about the shit they have. People on cell phones, oh, if they're doing a deal. Well, you're telling me I could get a Mercedes for dirt cheap? Really? Those are the people you just want to take their phone and throw it. No, it, it just it, throw it. You're not that important. Nobody is. Not everybody in the restaurant has to hear your fucking conversation. I don't know what. I'm a loud person. And I can actually have a conversation in a restaurant with somebody. And nobody's going to hear it. But you hear other people talking like this all over the place. But weren't, did, didn't nobody learn you as a kid? Didn't your mama learn you to shut the hell up? Keep it down? Use your inside voice? Mm-mm-mm. Oscar, I hope that helps. Yeah, take him aside and say, hey, man, you got to take it down. If you got hearing problems, I'm my bad, but hey. Hey, sorry, dude. Sorry, but not sorry. Uh, the next one here, let's do it. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. What the fuck do you want? Well, what the fuck I want is to let you know that Mail is sponsored by JS Floors. The best in the rest, the rest of them, you know what? They, they, they're all right now incarcerated. Why? Sticky fingers. Uh, oh, I got a little bit of the glue on my fingers. That's how I walked out of here with your diamond bracelet. You know what? JS Floors, they wear gloves. They don't steal from your house. You know what they do? They put in floors. Damn good floors. You know what? The other guys, not only are their fingers sticky, but they're building trap doors in those floors. Do you want trap doors in your floors? If not, call JS Floors. 775-267-4123. Cause they aren't gonna break in in the middle of the night. Steal your prized goose that you were gonna serve for Thanksgiving. I guarantee you they won't. So there you go. Uh, Dear Arnie, I want to say how excited I am that I got my tickets for your show in Sacramento. I always wondered how you came up with who was going to be your special guest. That's from Stacy. She says, take care, Stacy. Uh, thank you, Stacy, A, for going. Uh, the special guest thing, look, I, I respect real stand-up comedians so very much. 
so, so very much because these are guys and, and gals, some like gals, uh, that are really, really out there. And the last year was a complete struggle to them. And they live on the road and they do these things. And for them to allow me into their world so gracefully the, the way they have, I will always try to feature at least one local area talent you know, comic, if I'm, if I'm headlining, then I will always try to do that as a nod to them. And this time it's Ellis, Ellis Rodriguez, who uh, not only is a very, very good friend of mine, Ellis is one of the most talented comedians I've ever met. I, 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 if they were to have a Mount Rushmore of comedy in Sacramento, Ellis and Carlos would both be on there and know they are not brothers. They both have the last name Rodriguez, you racist, but they are not brothers. I did ask that, too. Uh, but I, I, I tell you this right now. They, it, was a, it was a no-brainer. Carlos is, has been my special guest at a few shows. I've had more, Morty offered, Morty the mortician, and Morty's doing good. He's had some health issues. He's doing good, and I know he's going to be at the show. And he offered his, and I was like, I want you to enjoy this show. And I called Ellis, and Ellis said he'd be thrilled to do it. Carlos was was out of town, so I, I called Ellis, and Ellis said he was more than happy to do it, and, and I can't wait. So September 17th, that's a great question how to come up with the special guest. Easy. Easy. I found a really talented comedian. And uh, looking forward to seeing everybody at that show at the Esquire IMAX downtown Sacramento, September 17th. Go to ArnieRadio.com. The link is right there. Poof, it'll get you there. You can buy your tickets. Bam. That shit just happened. Uh, Next one. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, All right, this is from Lance. It says, just wondering. With all you know about wrestling, if you were given keys to wrestling, what and how would you fix it? Jesus. Well, the first thing I do is everybody's back on the road now. AEW is coming to Garland next month. WWE hits the road next month as well. I'm still working on my my tickets for that. Uh, how would I fix it? Well, first of all, I would sit every, let's say I went to the WWE to fix it. Vince McMahon is 75 years old running things, and he's doing a terrible job. The riders are all awful. There's, look, this is not going to be very popular, but I'm going to fire most of the females. The female wrestling has just got to go. Next thing I do is I bring blood back into professional wrestling. It's coming back. And by the way, it's wrestling. And if you don't want to do it, then don't do wrestling. If you don't want to blade yourself, don't do wrestling. I bring it back. Because, look, look, it's, it's kind of an insult to wrestling fans 
IQ, if you will, that you throw a guy into a steal. Like, like that. you know what? I, I'm glad you asked that. I would stop trying to make wrestling fans feel stupid or treating them like jackasses. Because real wrestling fans, it, it's, it's like they're, they're like Trekkies. They're like Star Wars people. Real wrestling fans like me. First thing I do is if you hit a finisher, it's over. The idea that you bounce out of fucking two Brock Lesnar fucking power bombs and you can still get your arm up, you, you, you're, you're insulting our intelligence. That's what I would first stop doing. Here's the thing. Kayfabe is a thing of the past. And with the internet, it is really, really hard to do. Not impossible to do. Hard, yes. Impossible, no. I don't want these guys doing fucking you know, autograph shows where they're sitting next to one another. And if they are, something has to happen. I will say this. Keep the story going. If you're out in public, keep the story going. I would point to guys, and I hate Chris Jericho more than anything. I'd point to Chris Jericho and go live how he lives. If you truly want to be a professional wrestler, if you're a heel, that means you're a dick to people out in public. Don't sign autographs for him. Because I think we have to we have to circumvent you're not everybody's not Steve Austin. Half the people aren't gonna hate you and half the people ain't gonna love you. You're not the rock. You never will be the rock. Those those are some of the first changes I make. The, the women, that, that one's a no-brainer, and I, I know I'm sexist for it. I'm sorry. But, man, wrestling is fucking broke right now. And it, it ebbs and flows, and it's ebbing like a motherfucker right now. It's ebbing so, it, 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 it's going so back. AEW is not a good product. What's funny is Jericho agrees with what you said. Yeah, he because he's so good at it. If you're a babyface, if you're a good guy wrestler, that's what they call them, babyfaces, then you can ham it up with the public. Problem is, a lot of people like the bad guys now. You still have to be dicks, and guess what? You're still going to sell merchandise. Yeah, and the idea of of, you know... These matches where it takes 15 different finishers, that, that's just stupid. Charlotte Flair is so ugly, giving a blowjob counts as anal sex. Now, look, there are some WWE lady wrestlers I'd keep. I'd keep it like they had the Divas, well, before the Divas. Back when we had Trish Stratus and Lita. Girls that could actually, and, and as ugly as Charlotte Flair is, I would keep her in the organization. I would put a mask on her, though. Because she's actually a good worker. She's really, really good. Her and Becky Lynch are good workers. And, and Becky Lynch ain't really good looking either. She can have the mankind mask. That dumb chick match last night. 
they have too many of them. There are far too many girls matches. And look, wrestling fans don't necessarily want that because we know a boob's not popping out. We want good wrestling. We want to get in the storyline. It's a great question you ask. I, 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 I hate where pro wrestling is right now. I really, really do. Mm, mm, mm. And it's like everybody I'm following on, on, on social media and stuff, all my wrestling sites, nobody will ask that question. I'll ask that question, too. How can you fix wrestling? Let's go. Uh, next match. Don't move. Or mail. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie. I know you don't talk video games anymore, but I was wondering if you had to rank systems, how would you stack yours? Stanley. No, man, I get too motion sickness for the games now. Like, I can't play the first-person shooter games at all. I barely got through one of the last Grand Theft Autos. But, like, I, I can't do those games anymore, and... I know they're bringing the college football back, and I was a big sports fan. Uh, I guess the way I'd grade it best to worst, uh, I don't know anything about, like, these new systems and stuff. My, my all-time favorite system had to be Nintendo. I would go, I, I would go original Nintendo. And then PlayStation, because PlayStation was fantastic. Sega, after that, and then the Atari 2600. I, I can't leave the, the look, the, the, the games and the animation was terrible, the graphics, unless it was an Activision game and you were playing, you know, with Pitfall Harry. Pitfall. God damn, that was a good game. Kaboom. Barnstorming. Yeah, 2600, Sega, because Sega was cool. That was the first time I ever saw a football game go up and down a screen. Changed everything because I was so used to Tecmo Bowl. But yeah, PlayStation 2, when, when, when PlayStation, PlayStation 2, all the PlayStation shit, that was badass. I, I liked Xbox. Xbox was cool, but I, I was more of a PlayStation guy. And then number one, of course, had to be Nintendo. Uh, Arnie, I bet you could kick ass on some Tecmo Bowl if you wanted. Well, I would just pick one of two teams. I'm either going to be the Bears or I'm going to be the Raiders. Because Bo Jackson, you can't, you can't stop him. And the 85 Bears defense is that good on that game, too. The game that I loved more than anything was Baseball Stars. And the reason why is that you could still lose on that game. I like that game because no matter how good your all-star team, and you could build it. And the best way to build the team was if you got wins against other teams, you got money. And then you could up your skills. And your entire team, guys had uh, unlimited, well, they had it to 100, right? Some guys only had skill level to, like, 32. That's the highest you could go. But you draft this team where all the guys' skills level is at 100. And then you play against the ladies' team, and run rules are in place. You're the home team, and you have them hit you 14 times with pitches. 
boom, you got money, and you could you you added all that money up, and then you could take on the baseball all stars with guys named Hank, Babe, Ted. They were on these teams, right? They didn't have official licensing, and no matter how good your team was, that team could still beat you every once in a while. That, and it made that game so much fun. And you'd play against your friends, and you'd be the baseball stars, and they would be the team that they were fucking so good, and they'd kick your ass, and they'd come to your house, and you'd kick their ass. N64 had uh, Golden Nine WWF No Mercy, greatest game ever. Man, I don't know what I would say. Uh, I didn't care if Atari graphics sucked. It meant not using allowance money at the grocery store games. Amen, it did. Amen to that. I remember the Atari Defender was so shitty. You didn't feel like you were playing Defender. And Defender was one of the most popular games you could play. And the football game was awful. The coolest game that Atari had, the one that was closest to their arcade, was Missile Command. Everybody loved Missile Command. Oh, and you played it with the paddle? That's what made that game cool. The year that Tiger Woods, the the best video game I ever played was the year that Tiger Woods and Augusta National was allowed on the Tiger Woods game. That That was like one of the games I could not wait to play. When Manhunt 2 came out, I was so excited because the first Manhunt game was so much fun. The second one just kind of eh. The Punisher video game was pretty kick-ass. You got to throw people in like wood chippers. The Atari Donkey Kong. Looked like some deformed gingerbread man, but fuck, it was still fun. Yeah, oh, I remember that one, too. Atari Pac-Man. Pac-Man was square. Wonka, 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 wonka. I wanted round Pac-Man. I didn't want square Pac-Man. But, yeah, uh, Stanley, great question. Thanks for the nostalgia. Going through, I remember I remember going to my friend Steve's house, buddy Steve Serber. He was one of the first people I knew that had a Sega. Had the Sega Genesis. We played Joe Montana football. Joe Montana football was awesome. I mean, if you were to rank football games, that one would have to be up there with Tecmo Bowl. And the, uh, oh, the other one was uh, any of the college football years. The years that you could build dynasties, oh, man. I remember I played one game, because usually you played five-minute quarters. It still took you like 30 minutes to play a game. I did full 15-minute quarters once, and it was my loaded Longhorns against, like, the South Florida Dragons, which is like all Florida A&M. The worst team on there. And by the end of the first half, the score is like 750 to nothing. And the game, like, the first half took, like, two hours to play. Oh, that was fun. 
That was fun. But see, the thing is that, that, that I was an adult at that point. Like, when I was a kid, I loved playing video games. Video games were fun at night. I still wanted to go outside and play with my friends. I still wanted to do all that kind of cool stuff. Don't want to stay in all day and play video games and watch MTV. I mean, you think about it. You think about it. Compared to the the reruns and shit that's on TV today. Because I, I, look, when I get done with the show, I, I go in the living room and I start working on tomorrow's show and I turn the TV on and I try to find shit to watch during the day. When I was a kid, what to watch was easy. If I wasn't playing a video game, I was watching MTV. That's it. We had such a better childhood. Such a better one. We didn't have to interact with it, and now these kids got their phones, and we, we had it better. We had it so much better. There's a mini Nintendo. It's about $15 on Amazon. It has about 100 old school games. I uh, played that thing for hours. I've seen that, and I wanted to get one of those EGB3, but it didn't have baseball stars on it. I remember when that came out, and it did. if it would have had baseball stars on it, I probably would have got it, honestly. Yeah, that was a fight. That was really, really cool when that came out. Oh, there was a game I used to play called NARC. You remember the old video game NARC? That came out on a system, too. But that I originally found that one at like a Chuck E. Cheese. NARC was kick-ass. They'd throw needles at you. These clowns with knives would come after you. NARC was pretty badass. Next one. Hey, listen up. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, my husband thinks I'm dumb and wasting money at the as seen on TV store. Is he right about this? Am I a dumbass? From Tony with an I. It just depends on what you're buying from the as seen. Look, I. There have been some things on the as seen on as seen on TV that I've gotten that have worked great, and then there's some stuff that you get at the as seen on TV store that you go, "What the fuck is this? This is terrible." Some of the stuff isn't bad, unlike what Braddy Kid says. Y e s. Some of the stuff is garbage. I'll give you that. Every once in a while, though, you got to go in there, and it's not one of the big products like the like the Floby, like the hair cutting system. It's not the foot massagers. It's the small things that really work. Uh, the cat semen extractor is part, part, part useful. I got I, I got something one time. It it was like a, a bonus. And it was the deals you put under the corners of like a chest of drawers or something big, and you can you can push that shit over carpet. That was awesome. Some of them were, look, some of them are flat out garbage. And I'm just talking about the shit that's sold on the. I'm not talking about online sales, and you're talking about as seen on TV stores, the ones that are like in the mall. There was one at the gallery, I remember. 
I ain't talking about going to Walmart and going down the as seen on TV aisle. Don't ever buy the thing that make taco shells in a toaster. That shit sucks. I, I think here's the rule. The rule for buying scene at the as seen on TV, if it plugs in, stay away from it. Yeah, if it plugs in, no good. Mm-mm. Something that runs on batteries, I'm going to be kind of skeptical of it. But if it's just cool, handy, everyday stuff, like hangers and shit like that, like, oh, oh, here's one. Oh, this one was great. Oh, this one's fantastic, unless you stay at a hotel. And then you got to figure this out. You remember the thing where you could, you could put all your clothes in it and then vacuum seal it, and it was tiny, and it could fit in your luggage? You remember that? Thing was awesome, unless you stayed at a hotel and you did not have access to a vacuum. Then you were fucked. Uh, the aisle at Walmart is uh, so gauche. Classy people shop that stuff at Walgreens or CVS. <laughs> but those were awesome. Like, like if you use that to, like, store, I don't know, big blankets and shit like that, then it was fucking perfect. It was fantastic. If you traveled with it, you just had to make sure that you had access to a vacuum at some point. Oh, yes, the as seen on TV store. Man, oh, my dad, man, I, I will tell you this right now. Ready, kid, if you think I'm bad about shit on TV, I get it from him. That motherfucker would buy so, I, I kid you not, my favorite purchase my dad ever made. This is a true story. He wanted to be able to see better. And there was this infomercial playing, improve your eyesight. And, and, I mean, this is a guy who also learned how to speed read thanks to a class he saw on TV. And watching him speed read was fantastic. I was like, you aren't really doing that. And he kind of, like, taught me a few things. I was like, oh, okay, I can see how that's done. But what he would do is, is, is that they, they provided this candle. And you light the candle. And what you do is you you you. They gave you a patch, and he would even put his hand over the patch over one of his eyes, and with the good with the eye that was open, he would stare into the candle for 15 minutes and then have to repeat it with the other eye, same thing. By the way, my dad was the blindest motherfucker I ever knew, even after this. I'm like, it can't be good that you're looking directly into fire. Oh, God damn it, it's working. I'm like, no, it's not. That, oh, God, and the other thing, oh, I'll never forget this one. This one, oh, I've never told you guys this one. This is my favorite one he ever, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so my dad, late in life, finally gave in. But he didn't give in on the professional level. My dad finally thought it was time for him to have hearing now, my dad was fully taken care of. He had all these benefits from the Veterans Hospital for his service in Korea. And Reno has a great VA hospital, amazing VA hospital. All he would have had to do is go there, 
they would have fucking equipped him with hearing aids, it would have been perfect. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. He saw an ad, and he ordered these things. And all they, they aren't actual hearing aids. They're just like little bitty, you know, very as, as the ad said, discreet in hiding in your ears. They're like speakers that pick up sounds everywhere. And dad would turn these things on. And dad's, <laughs> his hearing aids would be so loud, I could hear feedback in them. <laughs> and I don't have that good a hearing. But when I, I could hear the, the feedback in there, I would just start, I would laugh my ass off, and I'd be like, yeah, those ones at the VA, I don't think do that. Oh, God damn it, I don't want to go down there and waste time on that. I saw these things on TV, and then they had some at, at Walgreens. I'm not kidding. Oh, Beverly got a pair. Oh, it was fantastic when all four of them were going off. And then sometimes they wouldn't wear them. I forget what year it was. 2000, it had to be like 2012, I guess. It, the Olympics were going on. It, it, and Dad and Beverly loved the Olympics. I don't know why. I'll never, and I would sleep on the couch there because they turned my room into an office in the double wide. Dad already had, like, his playing office. So I would have to sleep on the couch when I stayed there. No big deal. They had a nice, big, comfortable couch. But one night, they decided they were going to stay up late watching the track and field events. I kid you not, the television level was at 100. And my father was continually trying to turn it up. I'm like, Dad, I can hear that outside. Oh, well, God damn it. I don't want to put my goddamn hearing aids in. Oh, man. I, I miss my dad so much. Those stories are so funny. God almighty, he was great. Uh, all right, next one here. <laughs> As, he, was just, he was the man. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Oh! Scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, love your jokes on TikTok. Please keep going. Have you seen a bunch of these videos that say if you won't date a gay, you're homophobic? What does that fucking mean? Charles. Uh, I have. I've seen these videos. Thank you, by the way, for liking mine. Thank you for following me on the uh, TikTok Arunie. I have seen these videos, and I don't think that they are satire. I think this is the, the next evolution of this fight. Think about it. <laughs> Charles, it means you're fucking homophobic, you fucking fag. <laughs> it's the next evolution. If you won't date a gay person, you're homophobic. Because, hey, everybody, remember this phrase that came out a couple years ago? Love is love. So if you wouldn't date a gay person, that means you don't love them, so you're homophobic. It's the evolution. Look, they aren't trying to win. They aren't going to win hearts and minds because they gave up on that a long time ago. 
Now it's indoctrination. The NFL, I have a great story about the NFL. We'll just do it right here, right now. About Carl Nassib. You know, the the Las Vegas Raider, it's the first time I got that right, uh, came out a couple weeks ago. Well, the NFL has jumped on board. Here's the new ad. See if you can find what's wrong with this ad. Wow. Okay, so it, it, it's nothing but words on a screen. So let me start over, and I'll read them to you as this plays. Football is G-A-Y. Football is gay. Football is lesbian. It's beautiful. Queer, life, exciting, transgender, power, sexual freedom. American, accepting, everything. Football is for everyone. And then there's the rainbow NFL logo. The ad is gay. Yeah, well, the NFL's new line now is the NFL is gay. I got to say, that's horrible optics. If you think about that, the NFL is gay is not a statement that is going to go over well. Because if they, Ogre, you're right. If football is gay, then what is soccer? Torture? Douglas says, do they want less viewers? No, 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 no. They want gay viewers. They don't care who watches. Why do you think the rules have been changed over the years to make the game so non-barbaric? Is because women started watching. And I'm not saying this is all women, so please don't get me here. But women said, ooh, that, that, that's nasty. That's, that's too mean. That's too rough. Wouldn't you say the league has softened up quite a bit in the last 10 years? So they're listening to the ladies who don't know anything about the game. And now they're going in this direction. Football is gay. I, I, I'm sorry. Whoever came up with that, I, I understand why you think it's going to work. It, I, I hate to, to yodel here from, from Guy, Guy Halla, as I am the true leader of guys and what is cool in this world. When you hear something is gay, you usually don't levitate to that. It has nothing to do with homosexuality. Once again, we say something is gay, that means we don't like it. It doesn't mean homos. We don't, we, no, don't. Gay is just, yeah, gay is not cool. Wrestling is already trans-friendly. Look at Charlotte Flair. Boy, the abuse that Charlotte Flair is getting on this show is more than she got on Monday Night Raw last night. Uh, the more they push that shit, the more uh, they will lose more current viewers and gain gay viewers. I know a lot of people are totally stopped watching football over the BLM shit. Well, and that's where the league has to ask itself. Because, see, what the league is doing is they're trying to jump on board and create partnerships with these groups. So when you leave because they're going to do that, you're the bad guy. They're the ones that are woke. They're the ones that are, are pushing their agendas. 
How dare we go back to this as actually a sports league? Because now sports transcends so much into society. We're worthless now backup at best quarterbacks are the narrative of, of how we run things in our society. I have no doubt that there have been gay players in the NFL since the NFL started. Even before the NFL started. There's a story, and I know this. No, not because I'm gay. Because I did see the movie, and my grandmother, God bless her racist ass, loved Liberace. She had no clue he was gay. People back then, they didn't care. They didn't care about what people did in the bedroom. And if they found out, yeah, they held it against him, but they didn't really care. Liberace lost his virginity to a a linebacker from the Green Bay Packers, according to him and his book. The NFL did this because this is what the NFL is going to do to try to get garner more people. Because honestly, let, let me let me let let me let you in on a little secret. You know why the WNBA and the PGA are around? Because lesbians like sports. That, that's it. That's why they're kept around. And you can look at WNBA teams and go, good God, how much are they losing? That's all money to them. Because now they've tapped in. They own that. That was something that wasn't there before, so it can't really be losing money, even though it's hemorrhaging from the NBA. NBA, though, is the one paying for it. Of course, there have always been gay players in football. Dick Butkus, Gail Sayers, Tony Homo, the list goes on and on. Nobody cared about it back then. Now people care about it because now you got to label somebody. Everybody's got to be labeled. I, I just heard that Jason Kidd accepted the job here in Dallas to become the new uh, head, head basketball coach. They're making a big story about him being... Uh, Arrested for domestic assault back in 2001. Which, by the way, I I don't think he was ever convicted of. Now, I'm not saying he didn't do it. I'm just saying uh, he wasn't convicted of it. That was 20 years ago. Hasn't the man paid his dues since then? Or is that one you can't ever get over? I'm not sure. So baseball Barbie is a lesbian? Yes. She wants nothing to do with Ken. By the way, Ken has never wanted anything to do with Barbie. Ken is about as gay as a football bat. This guy, Carl Nazib, who came out, good for him to show strength to come out. I, I, I don't know how this is going to end, though. 
He plays for the Raiders. Isn't he a defensive end? He's a defensive end. We all look. Let's go down this road. Is he a Dem or Republican? I have no idea. No clue, Douglas. I, I, I get your I, I get the question where it was going to go, but I don't know, so we can't go there with that question. Here's my question. He gets double teamed, and whoops-a-daisy, one of the offensive linemen actually slips, falls down, chop blocks him, which is illegal if you're engaged with someone already, takes his knee out. Is that a hate crime? If there's a flag called on it, they, they did that because he was a gay. I mean, are we going to go down that road now? If Nasbitt gets hit really hard, will there be a flag for throwing, smearing the queer? Yes, I'm going to hell. <laughs> Heard this morning he votes Republican. Okay. Well, that's not going to go over big in his own community. But, hey, whatever. And I honestly, I, I don't think that he came out for the fact that he wanted to be the poster child for this. Because I can't imagine anybody wanting that. I think he wanted to come out because he was ready to come out. He didn't fear anything. And I'm betting if I know the way football players are, they don't want anything different to happen with their life. I think he probably hates all this that's going on, all this media attention. His jerseys are out selling everybody else's jerseys, okay? Well, fashion, duh, you know that shit's going to happen. He is barely going to be on the field because he's just a backup, okay? Interesting. He's a backup. Is that? It, it, did you get me there? Did you just get me with that? <laughs> I wish nothing but the best for this young man. Uh, I remember him from Hard Knocks a few years ago. Decent player. Who cares? Yeah, that's the way I thought of him. He's not, not, wasn't a household name. Not, won't be one, except for this. Move on. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you? Uh, Arnie, love your jokes on TikTok. Please keep going. Oh, wait, I, I just read that one. My bad. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, dear Arnie, if you could live in any era of music, which one would it be? You can have different music if you want. David. Wow. He was inactive for a bunch of games for poor performance last year. Okay. Well, that won't be able to happen now. Maybe he did this for a reason. Maybe he wants some PT. Maybe he wants some playing time, bigger contract. Because you know you ain't going to cut him. Him coming out became uncuttable. I, I, and by the way, by the way, I don't care. I don't care if he shows up to camp and he's overweight. I don't care if he can't do the same reps that he did last year. I don't care if he can keep up with anybody. He is not getting cut. 
I don't see him that guy to be that kind of player, though. Uh, different music, uh, any era? Um, okay, let's see. I'll try. Uh, for country music, I'll go from the 50s to 1990. That's, when, that, that, that's my country era right there. 40 years of that. Uh, rock. Nineteen seventy one to nineteen ninety three rock wise. Not saying that the rock before that was bad or anything like that, but there's a reason why I did that. That's why I went so far back for country, because a lot of those country artists were rock artists. You're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that I could have seen. So that that's how I, I can get that one. Any other rap? Uh, I'll go rap from the Fat Boys, Run DMC. That those are the right. Was that 1981? 1981 to about 19. Whenever the first DMX record came out. That's about it. New rap sucks. New rap is dog shit. Mumble rap. Can't understand. Everything's auto-tuned. And by the way, Post Malone is not in any of those categories. Arnie, I haven't been on much, but I haven't heard your opinion on the bitch making gay jokes on The View. And you commented on that bitch in the Olympics that turned away from the flag. I didn't mention her, the girl turning away from the flag. You know why? Because I'm sickened by it. I haven't mentioned that one because, look, Barack Obama came out and gave her an attic girl for doing it. There was a story last week, Sawyer's dad, uh, that there was one girl who was trying to become some sort of weightlifter, I think, something like that, who said she wanted to win a medal so she could burn the American flag on stage. So a girl turning away from it. I'm glad the Olympic Committee has all agreed that there shouldn't be any pro- political protests this year at the Olympic Games. Uh, the the joke that you were talking about, yeah, we covered it last week with Joey Behar and The View. I even called The View. By the way, nothing's going to be done for for that. When she made light of the fact, oh, I, I stopped. I was so confused. I, uh, with wide ends or in end zones and deep penetration. It was really a shitty joke. You could tell that she tried to come up with it. Like this weekend, I came up with a joke. I, I told it yesterday, but I, I, I literally came up with this joke in my own head. What's the best thing about being a paraplegic bodybuilder? Skipping leg days. Fuck that weightlifter. I said, no, no, no. The, this isn't the weightlifter. The weightlifter did get in. The transgendered weightlifter got in. This was somebody else. 
I, I'm not sure if it was weightlifting. She was in another sport who, who didn't get in. Oh, she's a BMX rider. She's an alternate and hopes she gets kicked out. Okay. Thank you, Stink Fist. That's right. The weightlifter girl, that I'm telling you right now, if she doesn't take home gold, I, I don't want her back in America. I mean, if they're going to let you compete, then you, you better win. All right, one more email here, and then we will get back to Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Uh, last one. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up, it's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I have a, a you make the call. Okay. It's my son Jeremy's 10th birthday in two weeks. And I've been told we have to invite the whole class. I know there are kids that he doesn't like, so what do I have to do? Ooh, wow, I get to make a you make the call here. All right, so let, let me... Let... You make the call. You get to make the call here. It's your son's 10th birthday. And I guess the school requires this, even though I, 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 you're, you're safe during summertime, but every kid has to be invited. Uh, since when? I, 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 don't, I don't see that in the Constitution, that every kid has to be invited. I would hate it if my parents invited, like, my mortal enemy. Because at that time when you're kids and you don't like another kid, you are fucking enemies. This isn't like when in, in adults we just don't like somebody. These kids, they loathe one another. And you still have to invite them? So his dad says, what happened to going to the Olympics because of pride for your country? Fuck, I hate this. Yeah. Once the money started getting involved, the sponsorship deals, and we saw how lucrative it could be, that's when it all went away. Right? A kid says, I invite who I want, not the class. They aren't paying. Roger, you want me to make the call on this? My make the call on this is find out who your kid likes in the class and invite those kids. There is a, but there is an asterisk. Well, well, we have a flag on the play. There is an asterisk. When I was a kid, I would invite everyone. The problem is that nobody would show up. Oh, Christopher. Oh, if I was invited to it for your birthday today, Christopher, I I, I would not probably show up because I have to do this show. But it, you you know I would be there if I could. Sora's class is the same way. This is why we don't normally have big parties for him. We wait until school's out, and he takes a friend or two camping. Okay. But the, the caveat, the asterisk is this, is if your kid's mortal enemy has had a birthday party and invited your kid to that party and your kid went, you got to invite him there. 
or girl, whatever. But if it hasn't happened yet, I'd say, fuck it, man. This is my party. Eat a bag of dicks. If school has something to say about it, I'd be like, that is not your responsibility. Well, then he can't pass out uh, invitations to school. Okay, then he'll call in the directory. We'll get off school ground. You know what we'll do? Here's what we'll do, principal. Since you say they're your property, from the minute they open the front door to the minute they either get in our car or the front door, I'll pick my son up, and then we'll drive around the parking lot handing out invitations to all the kids that he wants there. How about that? Well, then you're on school property. Well, if I'm on school property, then the kid's still your responsibility, isn't he? Well, it's a slippery. Yeah, that's what I thought. Shut up. And you have all these caveats. It's fucking bullshit. Just invite five of his friends, and if the school gets mad, just say you have COVID concerns over too many people in your house. There you go. Make COVID work for you. I like that. That's a good one there. Yeah, sorry. We're, we're, we're trying to find or uh, follow the CDC guidelines. Now, can you please stand six feet away from me? That's fantastic. All right, here we go. Let, 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 whoa, where'd it go? Whoa, where'd it go? Oh, there, there it is. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, it is time for Celebrity Ask much Tarantino Characters. Oops, wrong one. Oh, I got to take that down a little bit. All right, we made it through the first round with Django and the Bride being edged upon Mount Rushmore. We will find out now who joins them. Let's get it on. All right, first one out of the box. I give you from the movie, Pulp Fiction. Tell the principal that the kids who weren't invited are racist. Not only are they denied the party, your kids' enemies are blacklisted forever. <laughs> so what happens when the rule makes it to junior high or high school? Then does the entire school have to go? Jesus Christ, yeah. Oh, I, hey, man, it, it's crazy what they've allowed schools to do and justify and all that shit. And it all started... With the goddamn Valentines. Okay, before we even get to this, let me, oh shit, I just stabbed myself in the fucking hand with a pen. I'm fine. When every kid had to give every single kid in their class a fucking look, it was a learning into it. It it was one of those things. You didn't want to give the ugly kids any Valentines. I didn't get a lot of Valentines, and I was okay with it because I knew I was fat and that the girls were stupid. You stop having the Valentine's Day parties right around, I don't know, 11th grade. No, like, I don't know what, fourth grade? You don't do that shit anymore? Ogre says, got a jet. Have a fantastic Tuesday. Sorry I have to miss the ass death match. It's okay. We got one more tomorrow. Remember, tomorrow is ugliest celebrities. But, yeah, ever since then where you had to give everybody a Valentine, man, you're giving a lot of false hope to ugly girls and ugly boys out there. And I, I, and I think that is honestly criminal. So here we go. All right, first matchup. First matchup that we have, ass family. We have 
the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, Winston Wolf from Pulp Fiction, the cleanup guy, taking on Steve Buscemi's character of Mr. Pink from Reservoir Dogs. Winston Wolf, Mr. Pink, ass family, who you got? matchup. Oh, boy. I give you the stuntman in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I give you the Academy Award winning portrayal of Cliff Booth taking on the comeback of the century when he played Vincent Vega, John Travolta came back to life. So, Cliff Booth versus Vincent Vega, ass family. Who you got? Close-ass family. Vincent Vega moves on. My goodness. Here we go. Next matchup. Oh, man. I give you the character that introduced us to Ving Rhames. Marcellus Wallace. The guy who got cornholed by Zed. Marcellus Wallace against the hangman in the hateful eight, John Ruth. James Ruth. Is it James Ruth? I don't know. John Ruth. The hangman. Marcellus Wallace versus the hangman. Ask family. Who you got? Why am I playing the Halloween sound? Yeah, it works.
Marcellus Wallace F family is your winner. In our final matchup. This one's going to be tough. I told you I could only have one Samuel L. Jackson character on here, and I'm going to put him on right here. The man from Inglewood, Jules Winfield from Pulp Fiction, taking on Sergeant Donnie Donowitz, the guy with the baseball bat in Inglorious Bastards. Jules Winfield, the hitman, against the hitman himself, Sergeant Donnie Donowitz. Ass family, who you got? Time to get to the final four. Here we go. No messing around here, ass family. Simple, easy, quick. Mr. Pink versus Vincent Vega. Mr. Pink, Vincent Vega, ass family. Who ya got? moves on wow and now who will join him up there it's going to be a castmate from Pulp Fiction boss versus employee Marcellus Wallace against Jules Wingfield ask family who you got wow
this family. Oh, wow. What a Mount Rushmore this is because Jules Wingfield pulled through. So, it is set. Vincent Vega and Jules Wingfield are on the Mount Rushmore of Tarantino characters along with Django and the Bride. We will see who the face of this Mount Rushmore is next on the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Here's a, a, a little tribute to that documentary I watched last night.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. I, I, I played three there because I wanted to give a little tribute, a little shout-out to Ozzy because I got to finally see the end of his documentary, and it was pretty fantastic as well. All right, got my Alabama tickets, just got my Grand Ole Opry tickets. How about that? I don't want it to echo right now. Uh, let's see, hold on. Let's see, download and print. Do, do, do. I don't want to print, download and print. I'll just download them when I get them on my phone. I want to know who's going to be there Friday night at the Grand Ole Damn Opry. I know I, I've seen some names, and I don't like them. They better have some good, cool people there, too, besides me. Maybe they'll let me do a setup there. Probably not. Probably not. All right. I uh, got a few more stories to go before we get to the finals of the Celebrity Ass Deathmatch uh, Quentin Tarantino Characters Edition. Tomorrow we have ugly people, and then the rest of the week we are off. So there you go. All right. We ready to run through this? Uh, let's do all this stuff, uh, shall we? We'll start with oh, this dickhead. Jesus. Uh, if you're going to play rock classics, play as many as you want. Well, thank you, sir. Prince Harry. I guess Prince Harry has gone over to England because they're about to unveil his mama's statue. Can't wait for that day. Boy, the jokes are going to be flying. Just like her through the windshield. Hey, hey, now. <laughs> he is uh, currently uh, self-isolating at the Frogmore Cottage in Windsor. Expected to meet up with friends he hasn't seen since he moved to California. You know what that means, because he's over there by his damn self. Good old Megan. She said, nah, I ain't going to your damn mama's thing. I mean, that's got to say something to you right there, don't it? You got all this money. You got all this. You can afford a private jet from California all the way to England, right? You ain't flying TWA. You ain't flying Southwest. This would be, look, if they were unveiling a statue of my mother, I would want my significant others and my children there to be a part of this. But you see, there's so much hatred there and animosity that she's like, no, you don't go. I'm telling you this right now. No, I'm not hoping for Florida Georgia Line or Luke Bryan. If Luke Bryan walks out, I might too. Prince Harry is about to get turned out to what this weekend? Prince Harry, he's there with his military buddies. Like he has any military buddies. Uh, they And you know what? I think his buddies are going to be like, you know what? We're going to take the royal stick out of your ass. This motherfucker is going to get hammered. I would not be surprised. Mark my words. This day, this day is what? Today is June 29th. Sometime next week, we're going to hear about a dick pic that Harry sent to Meghan. Or he thought he sent to Meghan. Yep. She'd be getting honored in 25 years if she went. Her daddy, uh, Harry's daddy, ain't going to whoop some ass. 
I, Harry's daddy wants to probably kick his ass. And knowing these these gingers and these fucking tulips that they are, they none of them can fight. Prince Harry's probably or Prince William or Prince Charles is the toughest. Motherfucker used to fall off horses all the time playing polo. These two fucking turd burglars. Man, oh, man. Prince's final request for Harry when Perry turns 30, 30 noted. Well, men, one, uh, just a year before he died, laid out final wishes in the event of her death with the two cherished sons poised to receive treasured gifts. Oh, is that, ooh, is that what she's holding on for? Is that what Megan's holding on for? She's already shit out the two kids. By the way, I'd be checking the DNA on them fucking kids if I could. Uh, she originally signed her will, da da da, and the official document, everything owned to be divided between William and Harry. Da da da. The stunning ivory dress she wore in 1981. I wouldn't want that. I mean, I'd sell that shit. Get me some cash. This family, they, they, they're so fucked up. They, they're just terrible. Man, oh, man, you don't, you don't go to your own mother, mother-in-law's fucking statue release. And, and it ain't like she's a bad mother-in-law either. This isn't the one that tells you you can't cook. She's dead. You got to honor this. I mean, it's Princess Diana. Megan and Harry's five-month break from projects question, too much on the plate? What what is too much on a plate for these two? They ain't got jobs. Oh, is it too much for them? They've given thirty five minutes worth of content to fucking Spotify, who paid them one hundred and fifty million dollars. Hey, Spotify, I look like a way better investment now, don't I? Tell you what, you give me two million dollars, Spotify, I'll keep doing the show the same way I'm doing it. Four-hour show that I only do about three and a half hours of. That's still three more hours today I've given you than you've you've paid these two morons. By the way, I'm far more entertaining. I can make people laugh, and I ain't gonna make you feel bad. They're gonna talk down to you. They're gonna all they're gonna do is try to sell their wares. That's all they're gonna do. Yeah, would I be promoting my stand-up show September 17th at the Esquire IMAX Theater? Yes, I would. I ain't trying to sell no shitty children's book called The Bench, which didn't sell in the first place. Then she tried to double down and say how smart her kid was by reading it all the time. Kid probably hates that fucking bench. And then she buys him a bench for fucking Father's Day. All right, second to last story of the day. Do you see this story? It's out of Hillsboro, California. I have no idea where Hillsboro, California is. The owner of this fanciful Flintstones house in a posh San Francisco suburb settled a lawsuit with the town of Hillsboro, but the agreement will allow Fred and his friends to remain. This lady has built her house to make it look like the fucking Flintstones house. I, I, I'm not making that up. 
The town called the uh, towering dinosaurs and life-size sculptures a highly visible eyesore and used uh, sued Miss Fang, saying she violated local codes when she put up dinosaur sculptures in the backyard and made other landscaping changes. The attorney for the town said residents were required to get a permit before doing such things. They went to court. She failed to comply with multiple stop work orders as well as in order to remove the features. She countersued. According to record, settlement stipulates the town will review and approve the survey of the landscape, and she gets to keep it. She gets to keep this fucking shitty-looking ode to the Flintstones. Oh, it's near San Mateo? Okay, cool. Uh, I know I missed most of the second half of the show. Blame work. But I had to jump in and say, have a great day, all. Well, hey, you too, Hangtown Jen. Our nest born in the USA? No, I don't know if Fred Flintstone is actually an American. I can hope that Fred Flintstone's an American, but I cannot. I, I, I don't have any documentation on that. Final story of the day. Hey, you want to lose some weight? How about this new device from New Zealand? In trials, participants using this this device lost almost 14 pounds in two weeks. And, and, and it's less invasive than weight loss surgery. Oh, I know you're, you're sitting there, you're going, what is it? Well, it's called Dental Slim Diet Control. It was created by researchers at the University of Otago in New Zealand. And what happens is you get this fitted to your mouth by a professional dentist. When the wearer opens the mouth about two millimeters, restricting them to a liquid diet. So what happens is it's all magnetized and it shuts your mouth on you. I know every husband in the world right now is, where can I get this? I got to say, I'm not fond of this one. Because lo and behold, like, like, how does it open? Do you have to, like, do a special thing? Is there a wand you wave and it unlocks it? Because what happens if I got it locked and I got to throw up? Well, uh, I ain't going to do that. That's gross. Lead researcher, Professor Paul Brunton of the University of Otago. Is this guy into fucking torture, too? Says the device will be effective, safe, and affordable tool for people battling obesity. Yeah, also be good for fucking bad guys to put on their victims. Uh, it can be released by the user in case of emergency and can be repeatedly fitted and removed. Yeah, I got to say no to this one. I'll go ahead and stick to being a fat fuck. I do not want you to magnetize my teeth together. Well, I do it now. I just wouldn't put my teeth in ever. There you go. <laughs> and here I was. I thought, honestly, this is funny. I, I came to this realization recently. I thought, you know what, when I, when I get all my teeth taken out, I probably could lose some weight because there's a lot of stuff I can't eat. 
And the biggest challenge that I've given myself since I've taken the teeth out or gotten the teeth taken out, what can I eat? I found there are some things I can eat with my dentures out that I can't eat with my dentures in. Prime example, Milky Way bars. Milky Way bars are fantastic. You know what I haven't tried yet? Milk duds. I don't know. Milk duds fucking rip out all kinds of shit. I'll stick with just Milky Way. I can think of one emergency. Oh, my God, if it clamped down in the middle of that. I can't open it. It's magnetized. You got a mouthful of cock. You got to swallow that thing whole. Heimlich maneuver ain't going to help. Fucking cock is just bouncing off the front of them teeth if you bite it off. It's like she's getting ramrodded. God damn it, that's where they all went. I thought she ate them all. Oh, man. This is terrible. Yeah, but like, like. Oh no, the the milk. I I can eat, even eat like cold Milky Way bars. Just let it melt in there and then gum them down a while. It takes a little longer, but hey, it's pretty damn good. Oh yeah, fucking Hostess cakes. That's no problem without teeth. Beating a burrito. That one that was tricky. White Castles, those aren't bad. Peanut butter crackers, I can eat without teeth. Hot dog ain't no way. I, well, I would have to break it up by hand. Then I could probably eat a hot dog. If I can break anything up by hand or cut it up, I could probably eat it. I, I don't want to try a steak because I don't want to die. But, yeah. They warn you. Oh, there's a lot of things you can't eat. Bullshit. I, I don't know, Tim. Tim, I, I, I wouldn't do that because I, I don't take my teeth out for that kind of stuff. Uh, all right, here we go. Last one of the day. Let's do it, shall we? Let's get it done. Celebrity ass. Why is this not working? There it is. Death match. Tarantino characters. All right, here we go. Final four is set. Django, The Bride, Vincent Vega, and Jules Winfield. All vying for top spot on the Mount Rushmore of Quentin Tarantino movies. Let's get it on! All right, here we go. First matchup. Ass Family. In the matchup of Django, a slave that was freed who turned into a bounty hunter to find the love of his life, taking on Beatrix Kiddo, a woman who was turned into an assassin by a wild man and then knocked up, and her baby was stolen from her. So I ask you, ass family, in the battle of Django versus the bride, who ya got?
Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, ass family. The bride has moved on. The bride will be up for the face of Mount Rushmore. And she is going to be taking on the two hitmen from the movie Pulp Fiction. Ask family, it's simple. If they were to get into a fight of the death, Vincent Vega versus the one and only Jules Winfield. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. I'm super fly TNT. I'm the guns of the Navarone. I say who you got. Vincent Vega, Jules Winfield, ass family. Who you got? <laughs> Jules Winfield moves on. Wow. He kicked the shit out of Vincent Vega. Our final matchup is set. Ask family, I give you simply the bride, Beatrix Kiddo, Uma Thurman, taking on the hitman, Jules Winfield, from Englewood, Samuel L. Jackson. Ask family, who ya got? Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got this feeling, so appealing, for us to get together and sing, sing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ring, ring, Phone. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding. Banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best. Beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no. Phony, my cellular abanular fly on. Whoa, what an upset it is, ass family. The bride, the bride took down Jules Wingfield from Inglewood. Oh my God. What a Mount Rushmore this is. By the way, I had to answer somebody the other day, yesterday. We had dogs and uh, famous dogs. And somebody wrote up there whose name I've never seen. They wrote up on the Facebook page. Well, the way you should have did it was uh, you should have had real-life dogs and then a separate category for, for, for a- animated dogs. So I simply replied back to him, oh, you should have brought that up on the show. Oh, that's right. You probably weren't listening to the show. 
And I wanted to go on, and I put, so, okay. What I wanted to say is, so why is it that I have to do things on my show? Why do I have to change stuff for people that don't even listen to this show? It's real easy. All you got to do is vote. All you got to do is, I'm easy to log into, arnieradio.com. Click. You're there. All right, that's going to do it for me today, people. Uh, thank you so much for a great uh, Tuesday show tomorrow, our last show of the week. We have ugly people. That's right, we're doing ugly people for tomorrow's. The ugliest celebrities out there. We're doing that tomorrow here on the show. Um, hopefully you all have a great day. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So uh, until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day, and adios, everybody. Many times temptation grows so strong And makes someone go blind to what is wrong We'll stop now
He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.